there are crimes every day across the globe. 911, what's your emergency? Murders, homicides, burglaries, robberies, assaults, and so much more. Here, we will be telling you the true stories about those involved in homicides, murders, burglaries, robberies, heists, and many more crimes. So sit back, try to relax, and let's get into the show. This is Chilling Ice Cold Crime. Hello. Welcome to Chilling Ice Cold Crime. Welcome to Season 1, Episode Number 1. I'm your host, Austin, and I want to welcome you here. I'm going to let you know a little bit about this podcast and welcome everybody since I know everybody out there is new. We previously had Chilling Ice Cold Stories, and we have now come to Chilling Ice Cold Crime. I wanted to give you guys actual crime, real stories from actual events. Um, I feel like it's very beneficial to hear these because it actually is real. Some of the other stories that were supposed to be true with chilling ice cold stories were not true because people would lie about them, put them online. It was a lot of ghost or he said, he said, she said kind of gossip type of things. I didn't want that no more. Um, but this is our brand new podcast and it is called chilling ice cold crime. I am very happy that all of you are here today. Um, and I do want to welcome all of you. Um, so Chilling Ice Cold Crime is a mostly audio YouTube and podcast channel with real crime stories. All across the globe, crimes are committed every single minute. Some people are brutally attacked, some are murdered, and there is plenty more of other stories and crime to hear about. Here on Chilling Ice Cold Crime, we'll be telling you the truth story, the true stories, true, true, true stories about those involved in homicides, murders, burglaries, robberies, heists, and so many more. So sit back and try to relax, and let's get into the show. I do want to say that viewer discretion is advised due to the nature of these crimes. People who have trouble hearing about murder, homicides, blood, or anything such may not want to listen in on any of these episodes. If you feel good to continue, we're going to get started. Um, and by the way, this is no explicit content. There is no cursing, but it is, again, explicit through the viewer discretion because of what we're talking about. Some people are explicit, but it's not explicit to all the public, so these episodes are not marked explicit. Um, so let's get started on today's episode. <laughs> the first story, the case, I should say, is Johnny Frank Garrett. In Amarillo, Texas, a 17-year-old mentally retarded teenager by the name of John... That's not a very nice way to put it. Mentally retarded. Let's say mentally disabled. Teenager by the name of Johnny Frank Garrett was accused of burglarizing a nunnery and raping and killing Tadia Benz in her bedroom on the night of October 31st, 1981. Days later, he was arrested... 
um, allegedly with the help of a psychic, while watching football on television with his family. Another piece of evidence that was used to link him to the crime, we his fingers, I'm sorry, were his fingers, which were found on some of her personal items. I'm sorry, fingerprints. I'm sorry. What's this article? This is a weird article. Um, Nonetheless, the local priest who worked there, as well as the other nuns, say that Garrett was well known to them and that he had sometimes helped them with cleaning their residence. Ultimately, a jury found him guilty and he was condemned to death and executed on February 11, 1992, at the age of 28. According to the most to most eyewitness accounts, his last words were to tell his family and close friends that he loved them, while saying that the rest of the world can so-called kiss his ASS. Spookier versions claim that he even placed a curse on those who he felt were responsible for their deaths and that several of those people were later killed in violent ways. These alleged incidents were later made into a B-horror film, Superstitions aside, the case becomes even more bizarre when in 2004, a man by the name of Leoncio Perez Ruda confessed to having raped and killed another elderly woman in the same area just before the killing of Narnie Catherine Box Bryson on July 4, 1981, less than four months before the murder of Tatia Benz. Due to the way Texas law worked at the time, a judge had two sentencing options— death penalty, life, with the possibility of parole after 10 years, or a maximum term of 60 years with parole after 10 years. Life without parole would not be introduced in Texas until September 1, 2005, and the minimum parole eligibility date of 30 years without good credit would not come into effect until the year following the two murders, which was in 1982. So naturally, Ruda was sentenced under the old guidelines. In the end, he received neither the death penalty nor a life sentence. Rather, the sentencing judge sentenced him to 45 years with the possibility of parole in 10 years to make the outcome even more one-sided because Texas law at the time was all out one day off of every good day of behavior. Ruta's parole eligibility date was shortened to just under seven years, and he became parole eligible on April 9, 2011. Even though he has not been released, largely owning to the stricter parole guidelines that have been introduced since the 1980s, the Texas offender search nonetheless has his release date scheduled for March 13, 2026. So, if you're watching this now, in 2024, which today is September 6th, only two more years and this weirdo gets out of jail. Yeah, that's really assuring. <laughs> Next up, we have a story... A real, again, a real cold case murder. And it's a decade-old murder that was actually just solved through genetic genealogy. Um, And it was just solved literally not too long ago. Um, There was an update and it was solved July 20th, 2023, I believe. Um, Somewhere in around those days. Um, So just this past June... I'm sorry, this past July. Um, And this was a decades-old New Hampshire cold case murder solved through genetic genealogy, officials say. And her name was Laura Kempton. She was 23 years old, and she was found dead in her Portsmouth, Portsmouth, Portsmouth apartment in 1981. 
A four-decade-old murder has been solved with the help of genetic genealogy technology. New Hampshire officials announced Thursday it was early in the morning of September 28, 1981, when the body of then-23-year-old Laura Kempton was discovered in her apartment in Portsmouth. She had entered alone after a night out with a friend. The autopsy determined she died of massive trauma to the left side of her head. The evidence revealed a male DNA profile, but authorities, despite pursuing hundreds of leads and suspects, were never able to identify the suspected killer. Until now, beginning in 2022, authorities reanalyzed DNA samples from the crime scene using forensic genetic genealogy technology and, on Thursday, publicly identified the suspect as Ronnie James Lely, who was 21 at the time of the Kempton's death died of acute cocaine intoxication at the age of 45 on, Fe on February 9, 2005. If he were still alive, New Hampshire Attorney General John Formella said he would have, been char he would have charged Lee with first-degree murder for knowingly causing her death in connection with sexual assault. It, um, it's... it's yeah, I'm sorry. It is my hope that this conclusion and announcement will be a long-awaited first step in providing... What closure the criminal justice system can provide for Laura Kempton's family and community, Formella said. The Portsmouth Police Department should be condemned for its commitment and preservance in seeking justice for Mrs. Kempton and her family. Formella said during a, pre a press briefing Thursday that the crime has been officially, that the case has been officially closed and marked as solved and noted that the news may be bittersweet for Kempton's family. Formella's office shared a statement from Kempton's family in which they expressed deep gratitude to Portsmouth Police for solving the case. Their diligence and determination, along with extraordinary personal commitment over the past decades, have led to this moment for Laura, the family's statement said. Kempton was enrolled at Portsmouth Beauty School studying hairdressing and had just started working as a, at, a gift store, at a gift store in town at the time of her death, according to the Attorney General's report. She was consistently described by those who knew her as an outgoing free spirit with a big personality and a love for a new wave of fashion, the report stated. After years of failing to find a DNA match in various databases, in, two, in 2021, investigators discussed utilizing forensic genetic genealogy using whole gen genome sequencing, which had recently developed as a viable option for suspect identification in cold cases, the report stated. After years of failing to find, I'm sorry, we already said that. In May of 2022, the suspect's DNA profile matched to two relatives in a third-party public genetic genealogy database, leading them to Lee. According to the report, in June, investigators determined that Lee's DNA profile matched that of several DNA samples obtained from Kempton's apartment following the attack, including from a cigarette butt, the report said. The evidence establishes beyond a reasonable doubt that Ronnie James Lee committed first-degree murder. The report stated prosecutors said that the evidence pointed to a calculated break-in and sexually motivated crime that resulted in more violence than the perpetrator originally anticipated. The murder weapon was believed to be a glass bottle, the, rep the report said. Lori was a victim of an unspeakable act of violence, Portsmouth Police Chief Mark Newport said during the press briefing. 
The members of the Portsmouth Police Department have never forgotten about Laura and any of the other victims or our unsolved homicides. He added, Lee served in the U.S. Army until 1981, investigators said. He was convicted in 1987 of charges stemming from a burglary that included a sexual assault in Kenne, New Hampshire, and was incarcerated from December 1987 to July 1990 in state prison, the report said. So, out of the story... Can you just imagine living all this life? And so he was, he died February 9th, and he was only the age of 45 in 2005. 2005 was how many years ago, you guys? 2005 was literally 20 years ago, almost 20 years ago. It's 19 years ago as of today. Um, so he would have been. 64. Imagine, you know, doing something when you were young and then you're 64 and you've totally moved on from it. And then you, they find new evidence and you're arrested and you're suspected and you are charged with murder. Just imagine that feeling. And, you know, this is not okay. This guy was not just like a one. This was not an accident. This was something he did on purpose and it happened other places as well. And, you know, this is just not okay, but that is these two stories, and that is going to be it for today's episode. I know it's a short one, but I wanted to introduce you all to Chilling Ice Cold Stories. If you'd like to check out our Twitter page, where we'll be sharing different things about upcoming podcast episodes and YouTube videos, you can indeed check us out. Our username for Twitter is ice cold crime pod um and on there that is again ice cold crime pod and that's the chilling ice cold crime podcast um and you can go follow us over there on twitter we'll be very happy to see you over there um because we'll be letting out a lot of announcements and things out there on that twitter page so make sure you check that out and if you want to share any kind of chilling ice cold crime, you can email us at chillingstorieswithaustin at gmail.com. And I will check them out over there on that email address if you find any crew, uh, true chilling cold crime stories and you would like to share them. I would love to hear about them and check them out. So make sure to send them over there and I will see you guys in our next episode. Crimes are committed every day all across the globe. This was just a few of them. There is millions and trillions more all across the globe. The real question is, will you return for the next episode to hear more of chilling ice-cold crime? I'm your host, Austin, and there is new episodes coming every week, sometimes more than once a week, so you can get more stories and more crime to ring your ears off. Hey! Ice Cold Stories of Pure True Crime. Only here, a chilling Ice Cold Crime.